guys it's nolan and jason here with roofing webmasters howdy let's all right so today's topic uh, to the title i guess the the youtube title the podcast title is the truth about digital marketing for roofers right and they get that digital out very well but um and this is going to be kind of a play on words on this a little bit i i love a, a guy named jordan b peterson and um anybody who follows some of these motivational guys on like instagram and stuff um, I like him because he's so like straightforward and down to earth and, but he's a clinical psychologist and I would argue more of a, uh, motivational speaker at this point. I don't think yeah. he set out to be a motivational speaker, but when people film this guy, he's not trying to, he's just raw and real and it's like, it's just crazy how on point he is with everything. Yeah. But he made a comment the other day and he said, um, he said, one, he said, the, he didn't say one of them. He said the hardest thing for a human being to do is to tell the truth. And when people tell the truth, it has all these kind of harder but better responses, how it folds out in life. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. almost no one tells the truth because it's difficult. But if someone tells the truth... It's, it's difficult to do and it's difficult to hear. It's difficult people. to do. It's difficult to hear. And, and I think he was, it's difficult to live that way because if you tell the truth to yourself um, when you're by yourself talking in front of the mirror, there's just no bullshit. And then you have to deal with that, what yeah. you've said. And, you know, one of the biggest things that I get from people is like, no one, I like you because you seem honest. And I said, well, and I don't know how to respond to that. It's like, I, I do know how to respond to it now. Like it's years of hearing this from people. I said, well, thank you. I've been this way for a long time. It's <laughs> taken a while, you know, yeah. but I appreciate the recognition. And it's actually that I am. Um, Truthful, and I am honest, you yeah, know. Truthful and blunt. Yeah, um, and part of that is just like a, it's a so, social disorder of sorts. Like I don't have that ability to candy coat stuff, but the other part of it is um, I don't want to lie to people. I don't want to, I never have wanted to do that, and I didn't want to ever sell something, lie to sell something. Yeah. And so... The truth about digital marketing for roofers is the fact that they're all liars, like almost all of them, like 99% of them in some way is lying and unethical. Right. And so I've, I've, you, you've heard me talk about this before. We like, is somebody ethical when they start a marketing agency and they're ignorant and they begin to sell? They're maybe ethical, right? But if, they're ignorant. Provided they don't know they're ignorant. Correct. If they know they're ignorant, if they know they don't know what they're talking about and they're selling anyway, then they're unethical. So And ignorant, which is very dangerous. That's <laughs> knowingly <laughs> ignorant. And yeah, the, the bliss is maybe slightly gone, which turns them unethical and a little evil, right? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, I agree with that assessment exactly. So most people start out, I actually heard a quote from a Cuban with, Mark Cuban was talking about this. He said, what's your one piece of advice you'd give to somebody? And he said, learn how to sell. Uh, and Cuban's the only billionaire I can think of that sold something to somebody and became a billionaire. Yeah. And it was worthless entirely. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> he's the only billionaire. Think about yeah. it. Name another billionaire that sold something or a service yeah. or someone bought it. And that service is obsolete not used within years. Within yeah, years. almost. I mean, if you want to get really technical, I know people that worked at broadcast.com. 
Back Let's not day. get into all yeah. that. I don't, I don't need I to. Mean, Come on. Well, I, all that stuff was worthless, but because the market was inflated. It right. wasn't Mark Cuban's fault that it was worthless. Right. It was the fact that everybody was looking at dot-com stuff and said, oh, it's worth billions. Like, no, it's not. It has no yeah. revenue. What the hell are you talking about? He was about? a smart guy. Yeah, he was a smart guy. We don't have he, to go in the conversation. Yeah, you know if he up. had kept in it for years, it might have turned into Netflix. No, he, if he you kept know. it in for years, he would have he would have tucked tail and run with thirty million dollars. Yeah, know? well, maybe that too. Yeah, but instead of six billion. Yeah, yeah, he sold at the perfect time. But his point was, and we, you know what conversation I didn't want to get into about all that. Yeah, but, yeah. What, <laughs> anyway, but um, his point—he's a sales guy. Yeah, he's a salesman that sold that at the right time. Now that one you could look at. Was he unethical? I don't know. But everybody was paying crazy stuff for it. When someone talks to a roofer and claims that they can do work for them and sells them something, that's unethical. Yeah. You know, they're they're not being truthful with people because they don't have the skill sets and they don't have the knowledge and they're not going to sell them what they claim they're selling them. So the truth is, is that 98% of them are, are horrific. Like What they're usually selling them is a warm, fuzzy feeling rather than actual results. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult to find results. People can sell a human connection, right? And the human being on the other side, the roofer, can feel kind of good about that. And you and I know this from doing this for so many years: is that the human being, whether it's a roofer or anybody else, wants the human connection, right? We've always, pretty much always, especially in the last five years, we bring the heat, we bring the service. Yeah, there's just a handful of people that can do that. There's almost none, and it's probably not their people. Whoever's listening right now is probably not your person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. Yeah, if, you, if you're listening, you're listening because it's not your guy. Yeah. <laughs> Other, otherwise, this would be the last thing on your mind because you'd be, you know, busy. Yeah, you'd be. Yeah, you'd be busy. You'd be taking busy. calls right now. So you'd be worried about where you're gonna, Yeah. Where am I going to get my lake house or my boat? My boat. <laughs> my it's always boat. So the things that all roofers, I think, want. They yeah. go unsaid, like once they do well, because a roofer, went, if a roofer was doing really well and had a great digital marketing agency, they're not watching the podcast. Right, right. They're buying an F two fifty, yeah, a lake house, a ski boat, and they're getting kind of cocky. Yeah, which a, is, a completely yeah, um, like what's the word I'm like a decorative F two fifty. Right. When they hit that point, they're buying the really shiny one with the fancy chrome rims with spinners in them, even dualies in the back, and all this stuff. And it's yeah. not actually a work truck; it's a piece of their costume. Well, they, yeah, they'll drive it up and down the streets with the, with the full wrap on it. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, but it doesn't actually do any work. No, no, no. <laughs> There's a guy in my neighborhood that has one of these, but yeah. but anyway, so so the it's very difficult to find somebody. And, and, and I also want to point out, like, because I've thought about this, and it's kind of a self-serving thing to talk about, but I, there are very few people in society where they're like, that guy's truthful. It became, um, and then that truthful guy has to live a certain way. So we literally sit around all the time trying to do the best job we can by the client. Now, I know if you want to take integrity out of it, I'll be ethical in this matter, but if you want to take integrity out of it a little bit, I know that if I don't do this, because I'm smart enough to have been in business long enough that if I don't bring the service, I won't make as much money. Well, obviously, yeah. But money's not obvious to other people. I mean, it's obvious to me. It's obvious to me. It's obvious to you. And you can watch the clients come in, you know, come in here. We keep clients for years. Average agency keeps them for six months a year. 
Yeah. We keep them for years and years. And um, if we didn't do that, we wouldn't make any money at all. Right. I don't think any, I don't think most of these. Well, our whole are. model is is based on keeping them long term. It is. Not, we're not trying to cash in in the first year. No. We don't, we barely make anything in the first year. Yeah. By Kind of by design. The whole model's that way. Well, it's because we're truthful and honest and I'm not worried about it. Right. I got nothing to hide. So somebody signs up, gives us $99 start, we eat thousands of dollars, and then they pay their monthly fee on a month to month and hope to stay. Right. But they, but they stay because service is good. Right. But the whole system baked in, to be honest. You know, there's just not like, we, hey, don't, we don't have a choice. Yeah. yeah, we don't have a choice. So it's not like, hey, uh, come over here. It's going to be great. We're going to do this. It's going to be awesome. Going to do SEO and you're going to do your paid advertising and funneling. I want you to pick five keywords. You're going to be number one for those. It's going to be phenomenal. And, yeah. and it's gonna, we're going to wrap it all together. You don't want to go with that guy. He just does organic or SEO. We're going to wrap it all together. I just need $7,000 a month, a six-month commitment, and $15,000 down. Funnels and... Yeah, all this. Funnels, funnels and <laughs> citations and email drips and landing pages. And we're going to work some of uh, Facebook. And we're going to do some over here. And we're going to get some Google ads. And then we're going to... You know, for sure, we're going to do your SEO and your organic and your web page. And no, don't worry about it, Chris. Chris. <laughs> don't worry about it, Chris. <laughs> we're, we're rotating through names. How about Zach? Zach, there you go. Yeah. Don't worry about it, Zach. That might confuse our video guy. Uh, not, because, <laughs> not, not because the video guy. Inside deal. You know, he knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Uh, don't worry about it, Zach. We got it. And uh, so, yeah, people fall for that. And then yeah. they get that client interaction or that, that uh, person interaction. They get a lot of interaction. They get a lot of bullshit reports. The bullshit reports, I call it, it's sales. Yeah, it's sales. I actually got an email from a client this morning that before he was with us, he managed his own Google Search Console and Google Analytics account. And he looked at those not realizing that we had created our own accounts. And he was like, nothing's verified. There's no data. What's going on? I'm like, oh, sorry about that. We created our own accounts. And I said, give me your Google, give me your Gmail address and I'll invite you and you can see the data. I'm letting him see the raw data on his own without supervision right. because I'm confident in it working. Right. And he's only been with us a month and I looked at his search console and he's already doing, already seeing stuff, getting top placement. Right. So I was like, okay, yeah, we're fine. We, we, we don't take the data and then bake it into a report where we spin it. It's just like, yeah, here, if, if you know how to use Search Console, go ahead and look at it. If you have yeah. any questions, give me a call. I mean, we'll still, we've got a, we, we call now. We've got a call now. So the client doesn't, this is the frustrating part about this because people are human beings, not just a roofer, get sold on relationships. That's why I yeah. brought up the Mark Cuban thing. Yeah. Because he knows that he sold that deal to make billions. Yeah. Like he's, he's acutely aware of that. I don't know how much uh, program, makes, you know, how much he could program or anything else. Out of it. He's obviously an intelligent guy, but he knows that sales made it all happen. Yeah. And people get into this and claim that they're doing digital marketing for roofers and they're not. They're just salespeople. And um, they'll promise all these things and then it's a very poor job. They have they can't find themselves on organic or mapping and all these things that should be showing up that would be a great return or, or non-existent. But they get a great call and they like the guy. you know. And then they finally enter six months or a year they're like I, I can't handle this anymore yeah six months or a year they call us yeah and they say well i'm paying this guy and i mean they're I like really it. great the service the is 
the service is great. And what they mean when they say that is not that the actual work is great and the results are great. They mean that the customer service, when they call the guy, right. it's a great experience because the guy's friendly and says, yeah, we're going to get it done. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. No, 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 whatever. He's a nice um, guy. He's a, he's a nice guy. He's great. Yeah. You know, and they have that they get that human, that connection and they don't want to sever it because it's like losing a friend. Yeah. But they have a feeling somewhere deep down that something's not right. That's exactly right. They, they, or they just can't handle the confrontation of losing this person. They don't yeah. love the person, but he's nice enough and they don't have, they don't want to deal with the social anxiety of telling him to go away. Yeah. Don't call me anymore. But the guy's calling you every week, every month to keep his, you know, his money coming in from you. Yeah. To keep that, can it keep that connection? But his services are horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you confuse the customer service with the actual service. Yes. They absolutely. That's brilliant, by the way. Yeah. I just said that. It is. It is. <laughs> they, they do. Cons- they do. The average roofer, plumber, HVAC, anybody, any, any small business that you, they, they confuse that when it comes to digital marketing. Yeah. They see, they only see the stuff that they see and then they, they confuse them. They call us because they know deep down something's wrong. Yeah. They're like, it, the, the, yeah. it's like I'm paying all this money. It hasn't really paid off the way I thought it would. Right. I haven't been able to buy that truck or that boat yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or this or that. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> But anyway, no, it's just, it's, I know they don't all do that, but it's funny. A lot of them. A lot of them. <laughs> it's funny for us to watch people make a bunch of money after doing business with us. I just got a two fifty. Yeah, yeah and, and we hear it all the time. It's like, hey, I bought a boat. Oh, well, you know. You get a wrap. You can get a picture of it up on my website. <laughs> no problem. Just send me the photo. You remember that guy that used to come by my personal home and uh, like, and with a convertible Corvette? And pay cash because he didn't believe in checks. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, but yeah. So it's like we've had a lot of experiences yeah. with it. <laughs> That'll never happen again. But yeah, that was crazy. I'm, I'm surprised you ever let random weekend dude showing up with a sweaty one of cash, <laughs> sticking to your mailbox. No neighbors looking. What is Nolan doing? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, but I, I don't know. So it, it is it is hard to find somebody, and somebody can try to fake being truthful or honest like me, and you just you just can pick up on it. Yeah, I mean, if somebody fakes that all the way through, it's a shockingly good deception. Yeah, there's very few people that you won't pick up on the sales bullshit or the twang or tinge in their voice. If you talk to them just for a little bit, you know that guy's full of shit. And they know they're full of it. People fall for it because they want to and they want to hear it or they never have the opportunity to find somebody like us. Yeah. So there's so few people like us and so few guys like me that you get to talk to on the phone that you might go through a lot of these people before you do. But they all keep saying the things that you want to hear. Yeah. I think that, I was was actually about to say that, that that's the big red flag to me. If someone's never um, never coming back and saying, well, that won't work or that's not the best way to do right. this. Right? If you never hear no, then you're just hearing what you want to hear. 
Yeah, it's a very tailored sales scripting. I, I forget the name for this, but there's psychological sales scripting tools and methodologies to where you do repeat back to that person what they just told you. Yeah. You don't really ask them questions. You're making statements, and the questions are directed to the things that they just asked about. You're reinforcing what they already believe. Right. And they get comfortable with that. Yeah, I have had um, coaches, sales trainers over the years tell me, and said, Nolan wasn't, and, and Nolan isn't that, did that sound good to you? And I'm like, yeah, you know, that sounded good. I can tell you're selling me, but it's a very smooth sale. Yeah. Um, and I, I've got my current coach told me this. I, I love my coach. He's great. And he's very smooth. I could tell you selling me on the coaching service while I was selling me. And I had respect for the level of expertise of the sale, but you could still tell it was a sale. Yeah. And he said, how was that? I said, it's a very good sale very good sale. Um, and, and he said, do you think you'd want to use that? I said, I could try, but I don't like the sound of it. He said, but it'll systematize your sales process and have you less time on the phone. I said, I could. I said, okay, it's been a long time. So I've tried it everything over the years. And I used to do a lot of sales techniques, a lot yeah. of things. And he said, how did it work for you? I said, I think I sold less and I don't like it. And he said, why? I said, because it's not truthful and honest. Bullshit. It's it's essentially bullshit. Yeah. Most of our clients have been bullshitted thoroughly already. Yeah. It's we don't we won't get too not too many of our clients are on their first marketing company. Right. Most of them have been bullshitted and cheated. So Chris will say something else. like, "Hey, and I haven't done this in a long time, but it, it goes something like this." You'll say, "You'll say, hey, Nolan, I, I just want to show up online. I, I want to show up more often than not." I need to make money, and uh, I'm tired of I'm tired of dealing with this crap. I want to be in mapping. I want to be in organic. Yeah, I want to show up in organic, so I don't have to pay. Okay, so you know, Jason. So what I hear you saying is, you want to show up online, you want to show up in organic, you you want to be up there high, as much as you can be, and and you're tired of dealing with it. So if I can give you something where this will happen, or is that what you're looking for? Are you ready to buy something? Well, yeah, no one signed me up. All right, well, let's go. <laughs> yeah, so so that's what they want me to do. Yeah. And then a client wants to be said, well, this what this is where it's on the roofer. Because when they when they call somebody and they tell them all this stuff, because instead of telling them no, or like I can't guarantee what Google's gonna do. Because they'll come and they'll 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 lob all this stuff up and I'll hear it. And I said, we can definitely help you with this. I don't know anybody better. Honestly, than than us, we have data pens. We have our own agency. We've done this for years. They said, "Well, where will I show up?" I can't guarantee where you show up because I don't own Google. Yeah, you know. Other we got as we. So, what 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 do you think will happen? Well, I can tell you what we've had happen. Yeah. So this has happened, and that's happened. You might get calls in the first week. It may take this. This is the the, these are the ranges that I see, Jason. And I'd love to have you as a client, but I'm not going to lie to you about where exactly you're going to show up because if anybody tells you that they're they're lying to you about it. Yeah. And then that guy might not sign up right there on the spot. Might sign up the next time I talk to him or the next time I talk to him. Or he might sign up with somebody else and you might hear from him a year later. Might. We we have that happen frequently. Yeah, but I'm not going to sit there. If I sign you up and go, okay, well, I told you I can do what you asked for. Let's sign up right now. I just need a credit card right now. You know, what's what's the problem? You know, you don't say it like that. But, you know, it's like I we've offered this, so there's nothing holding back. And there's other rebuttals and sales techniques and you get that card from somebody and you slam somebody out of sale 
and it was a sales that did it. And it, it's indicative of there being no service, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I had I had a guy that uh, I talked to the other day, and I said, I'm not a high-pressure individual, um, but we'd love to have your business, you know? And, he, and I'll say that pretty frequently. And I was like, um, he said, well, you don't have to be when you're the best. And I said, no. And he said, that's your privilege. And I said, it is. Yeah. And so I thank you for noticing. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't remember what happened with that guy. Um, but I, but I, you know, that's that's the better relationship. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, we're here because we're one of the best. You sign on because you're competent and you understand a little bit about it. And you, it's okay that you had you got played or you didn't get the right service the time before. Um, but now's the time. I had, I had a client call yesterday. He he was talking about an address change. He bought a house, um, just out just outside town on some land, and he's building a shop to run his business out of that back of the house. Right. And he currently has a proper office in town. Right. And where the house is is actually more centered on the area he wants to serve. Mm-hmm. So from from the geolo- geographic geological geographic standpoint, it's a better it's actually a better location. But I, and he wanted to change. I said, okay, we can do that for you, but here's the possible outcomes. Right. And somebody else might have just said, oh, yeah, we'll do that, no problem. But I said, Google's gotten twitchy with residential addresses as business addresses. At least he knows. It's not all the time. Yeah. It might go through fine. We might get a suspension. So we might have it? to go, yeah, he's doing it. Um, I understand why he's doing it, but I, I made sure he understood the risks. Yeah. I didn't guarantee, I didn't say it's absolutely going to cause a suspension or it absolutely won't. I told them it's probably 50-50 from what we've observed. Yeah, people get into trouble because they call up agencies and just, the, the, the client should not be spouting off orders without hearing what those orders in, in the, You know, to this guy's credit, he called me to ask what I thought. Yeah, he well, didn't call me and say, I need to change the address. He was like, we were thinking of doing this and I want what your opinion. Yeah, and I, I laid everything out. Armed him with the proper information yeah. so he can make a, a sound decision instead of just, because most of the time what Jason's getting at is that people will say stuff, web crew will do it, and they've, they've unwittingly painted this horrible scenario for them online right? because no one stopped them and said, hey, that's going to cause a problem. We had a, a potential client, and he's a lifelong spammer. He won't become a client, <laughs> but he has a 500-page website. Um, we did a whole podcast on this guy. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't say his name, um, but he, he had 500 pages. He had one location as a storage unit, and the other location's a, a Regis uh, virtual office. Uh, horrible. Everything both bad. Yeah. The location's bad, the website's bad, the structure's bad. It's all spammy as hell. It's just a house of cards, and it already had major issues, like up to half the pages not good any traction or spider. Yeah, tons of, tons of duplicates. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, but but that's a, this guy was very spammy and forceful, so he's like, Colin, give me everything, and everyone, yes, sir, that'll be $8,000, which is a number he gave me. Oh, yeah. I want every city in there, by God, you know, and they're like, <laughs> I'm going to show up everywhere. A bunch of web geeks are like, yes, sir, yes, sir, we'll, we'll do that for you. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, you, you've got to have somebody on your team that I always, I say this all the time, Texas respectful, Texas straightforward. So somebody's right. like, we, we're here to serve you to the, and do the best job possible. And, and yeah. sometimes doing the best job possible just says, hey, you want to know what this means to you. I mean, anybody would want to know. 
Yeah, anybody like, would want to know. Yeah, they they should. They should. They should. They don't all. No. <laughs> but I mean, we, we get people who call in and say, "Hey, I want to do this," and I'll just. That's not a good idea, and I'll tell them why. Well, if they lose that GBP, that Google Business Profile, after you make that change and you didn't tell that guy, yeah, then it's our fault. Yeah. You know, and that's you know, it's and I know I'm and no, we're not just covering our ass. We're trying to make sure he understands his options. We want him to succeed because then he doesn't become a client. That's where yeah, it like stops being a client. He stops paying yeah, us. He loses. Away. We lose. He loses. Yeah. yeah. And he's a generally happy client. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know where I want to end up with this podcast, but except that, like we sound truthful because we are truth spoken over and over again is leads one to uh, just a better place, better services. I mean, from a business standpoint, if we're going to have the tone in the voice and the sincerity of the voice to be able to speak a certain way directly to people, we have to have been able to back that up. Right. Otherwise, I'm going to crack somewhere. Yeah. And, and, and we're not going to hold clients for years and years and years. Right. Um, so it takes a lot. Somebody sounds like that, sounds like I do, is because of all these other things. And I don't. I can't put it like Jordan uh, B. Peterson uh, put it exactly. But, um, you know, when you speak the truth and you deal with the truth, there's a lot that's it's tougher. It's just flat out tougher. Well, when you're dealing with your marketing company, yeah. you should not be, and I know that this is probably going to sound self-serving, but you should not be treating your marketing company like an employee. I mean, yes, we work for you, but you should be treating us as a partner and going for an exchange of ideas back and forth. I always because it's a professional service. It's yeah, a professional well, I mean, but you know, you know, kind of where I'm going. An attorney analogy. or a CPA. Yeah. yeah, you don't, you don't say to you, you say to your employee, just do this, right. and they just do it. Um, but your partner or professional service, it's a professional service, you get their opinion, right, and you get their input before you make a decision because they're the expert in. You that. don't go to the CPA and say, "Do this." Yeah, because you might be uh, committing some sort of tax fraud. Yeah, I want you to move all this money offshore. Yeah, <laughs> or or file this way, and you might be losing money, or file this way, and you're breaking the law. Yeah, you know, you yeah. ask, can we do this? Are there other things we can do? The, I, I picked this CPA because I think they're the best to do my taxes and my tax strategy and save me money, to make me money, keep as much money in my pocket as possible, and you pick the best person you could find. Right. And you don't run in there and treat them like, you know, I don't know, like some low level person that you have that's a lackey on a job picking up shingles or running uh, copies on the office. Yeah. You know, they're assuming they're they're not just a laborer. No. Yeah. So it's like that that person, we're not, it's not an internship to where, you know, some roofing owner with a hothead is like smacking somebody around, you know, which is kind of what a lot of people tend to want to do with some of their services. But if you do that with a professional service, you're not going to have a very professional service working for you. Right. Um, so I, I'll miss some of those guys. Up you do that with a lawyer, they'll just say you need to find another lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get that far with some of those guys because yeah. they talk to me directly and I'm like, yeah, this isn't going to work. This isn't. You're not in the right yeah. headspace for this. That's that's the best way to put it. Yeah. The guy that was a spammer that we didn't pick up as a client with 500 pages, luckily let us know that he wasn't going to drop that spam mentality. Very clearly in that text. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was clear. <laughs> no one that used the analogy from the movie The Goonies, don't yeah. touch Willie's gold, trying to explain to this guy that you shouldn't overreach. And Sean Austin, Mikey. Yeah. yeah. yeah and then and then after the guy sent back, well, I'm going for Willie's gold. It was like, you really missed the point. <laughs> he was thinking Willie's gold was like grabbing the brass ring, and you were telling him not to do that. And it's like when, no. when, when they went for Willie's gold, the, the people don't really, you know, it, it was it for was for those who haven't seen it. It was yeah. a deeper meaning of what happened. And I, yeah. I don't remember it was sloth or somebody had like some rubies and diamonds in a little pouch. And that's all they ended up getting. That's all they ended up with. After so Willie's gold ship was loaded with yeah, gold it was a pirate ship sailed away, loaded with gold and priceless gems and and things. And when Willie, the one-eyed pirate. Had was sitting at the table. They were all skeletons. Yeah, and he had this little scale in front of him, like the Liberty Scale uh, lady. And and one of the kids went for it. Mikey said, "Don't touch Willie's gold. <laughs> Just leave Willie's gold alone." <laughs> and like, get anything else you want except Willie's gold. But and they have like, to leave Willie. Yeah, they're like, okay, okay. So they're and there's like literally like. Garbage, you know, they're like a 200 garbage sacks full of other shit. Yeah, it's stacked all over. It's all around at the tables, got coins and jewels falling off and pearl necklaces, crap everywhere, and everybody's loaded down. Of course, you can't, the, the pirate ship's in this lagoon with like a mountain over it. Yeah. And if you jump down in the water with all the gold, you sing. But <laughs> it's like always a problem, right? But so then the Fratellis come in, the evil Italian family. That had beaten Sloth as a child, who was yeah, and uh, dropped him. Chunk's friend, yes, <laughs> so, <laughs> the truffle shuffle guy, right? Yes. Was friends with Sloth, right? Anyway, the Fratellis were hot on their heels, and they came, and they were greedy, and they took Willie's gold out of his little. Willie just had a little bit of stuff in front of him, yeah. And they take, and when the scale tipped, all the booby traps went off, and it's like, oh, <laughs> and, and then sh- everything starts crumbling, and the ship sails off, and. All the kids get away after a fight, a pirate-style fight with the Fratellis on the on the deck. Right. And then they fly off and get off, and then the mountain cracks open, and all of Willie's gold sails off. Which still, like I told you the other day, pisses me off because somebody could have gotten in a boat. He could have gotten in a boat and gone and gotten Willie's gold, but it's a movie, and they're all... So the they beach. just sat there and watched it slowly go out. So they run out to the beach... And all the town folk come out, and the parents, they couldn't find the kids because they're in these underground taverns and tunnels, like, making out. They should make a movie about the ship, the fisherman that was out sailing and Maybe. ran across that boat just drifting two weeks later. Yeah. And he's like, what the hell? There was a, a an like, a Hawaiian-style Goonies, like, called Finding Ohana or something. Okay. And it was... Never heard of it. Yeah, it just came out, like, a year ago. Oh, okay. And it wasn't as good as the Goonies, but it was a... Almost exactly like the Goonies, yeah. But but anyway, so they the the the, the thing the moral for me anyway, and I don't think it's moral of the story, but it's a different moral. I watched it and I related to sales because people get crappy marketing and they go with these people and they do poorly online, but they think they do well. They've got the pocket full of jewels and they they go, got a few jewels and they think and the jewels these are great. Yeah, the jewels are. The F two fifty wrapped, you know <laughs> the boat, the the boat, and maybe the lake house. Yeah, but Jason, 
they lost the ship full of jewels and gold because when they didn't do the marketing properly, they missed this huge thing. And they think, wow, look at how great I am. Look at me. Um, and they come out and the parents are like, we're going to lose the house. The bankers, are, they're evil and we couldn't pay the bill and we just need a little bit of money. And they're like, oh, don't worry. Um, we've got these few jewels here. We can pay for the house and have a little extra money and sloth is my new buddy, you know? And like, and everybody's like, oh, this is great. This is great. And I'm like, but the, the ship, the ship's right there. <laughs> you missed everything. And like when this guy, this guy with the 500 page website says, I'm going for a Willie's gold. I'm like, you did. You missed it. He missed the you, point. You got the little pouch. I, I I didn't have time to like tell him the whole stupid analogy. <laughs> <laughs> but he got this little pouch, you know, the little uh, little crown royal pouch of uh, you know the, the little velvet pouch. Yeah, little jewels. Yeah. So those nerds call that a dice bag. By the, the way. dice bag. All right. So all all. all Tabletop role-playing nerds use a crown royal bag. Crown I mean, if, if you're old school and serious about it, you use a crown royal bag yeah. for your dice. They're like, look, and then we got <laughs> it. And they're like, oh, my God, you screwed up. So when I see a, when I see a roofer and they're they're like, oh, I'm a tough big guy and I'm, I'm taking it on and I'm doing it. And I'm, that's great if you're a tough big guy, but be a rich, rich as hell tough big guy. Yeah. Right? Like, don't just like, you gotta, I got a, a pouch full of jewels. I'm like, yeah, but what happened to Scrooge McDuck pile of money behind you? That you <laughs> look, look at your gold silo. Yeah, you it, left, it went away. Yeah, you left that shit. And yeah. There's a freaking pile behind you. You got a little stinking pouch of jewels, you know? <laughs> but that's what it feels like. To me. And I know this is true. Yeah. I know. Well, we this, see it all the time. Well, we wouldn't have a business if I had that mentality. Yeah. We wouldn't have anything at all, you know? So, like, we'd have, we'd be. In a house with a couple of things going, hustling people up, going, okay, sir, so you're telling me if I can get you this, that, and the other? Well, I've got this, that, and the other, and I'm going to dish it up for silver platter. Let's do this deal right now. You know, it's like, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know, that's how I picture these little punk ass, not those bastards, lying there, hell, lying to everybody. They've been lied to so many times by the time they call me. They're so, they're so psychologically jacked up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I just if we get them and they've only had two or three bad experiences, yeah. it's much easier. But when it's been years worth, we have to wade through a lot of distrust. I don't even blame them for it. I don't I understand where they're. I'm not making fun of them about it. It just sucks for me and for them. Yeah, like I, I, I don't. They're like, have you heard? And I'm like, I guess, Chris, I hear this every day, Zach, whatever. Like this is every every day, every single day. For like twelve years, I, this is the conversation we have. Yeah, and so, and then they, I don't know. Fortunately or unfortunately, they buy because they feel better. They they can see some skill sets in what we do, but they buy because they trust me. But they can, but their trust is backed up by a lot of credentials. It's not like we don't have massive amounts of credentials. Yeah, to back it up. But a lot of people, humans, just buy off a of gut instinct at the end of the day, and I don't. I, I tell it this is a really stupid analogy. I, I, I actually like the Goonies analogy. Like people, live, live, the, the organic and the ranking and the maps and the all that stuff is like, it is like 90% of it. They just leave it on the table. They don't go after it. Yeah. But when they're out there making phone calls 
and they're calling one guy after another, and this isn't their fault either. It's just so many shitheads out there. Nobody, they're, they're yeah. all, they're yeah. all a lot to sift through. So you just like you call ten people, they're all dishonest. Yeah. Eventually, you're gonna pick the least dishonest person, but he's still dishonest. And you're like, well, I don't know what I did. I've done this three times. Like the next time I call, yeah, I called four people first time. Call four people next time. Four people next time. Pick the least dishonest one each time. We, we'll we've had we've had potential clients call that signed up with us that literally told you that they're so fed up with this crap that if our stuff doesn't work, they're shutting their business down. But okay. it's it's their last attempt. Yeah, we they're you done. know who did that. Oh yeah, I know. We had a guy that did that that became a multimillionaire mm-hmm. within three years because of the worst hailstorm in San Antonio history hit four months after he signed up. He signed up like December 2015. Like the yeah. site went live. Yeah. Like April 2016. Hailstorm. Uh, and San because Antonio, of our work. San Antonio gets up literally. Was, he was well. Yeah, so he went from like 100, uh, less than 100 roofs. He did like 750, 800 yeah. Next year he did like uh, still three hundred. Year after he did that, he did one hundred and fifty. Got pissed off at us. Yeah. While he was building and his set it all on fire. Right. He did. <laughs> he did. But that was while he was building. He was mad at us while he was building his retirement home, a uh, block away from the ocean in Corpus Christi. Right. With his bay boat, which he fishes in every day to the you know every week and. I'm gonna be in Corpus Christi in June. I should go. I you should, should go see him. You should. <laughs> nice. He's a nice guy. He is. We we made up after all. Yeah. But but I never told you my analogy. This is a horrible analogy, so don't get mad at me if you guys shop at this place. <laughs> but I've told you this before. And I don't shop here anymore and I don't I don't really judge people who shop at it. But I got tired of shopping at, at Ross. I don't even know if it's still open. Is Ross still open? I think they still, still go to Ross. I don't go there. But. Like you go to Ross, it's a discount club. They, they basically take all the clothing from the primary department stores. All, all the remainders and overstock and stuff like yeah, that. That's yeah. why when you go in there, there's no two matching things on a rack because they don't get they, they buy oh well they might have a bunch of matching stuff but it, sometimes yeah yeah be the shirt that nobody wanted yeah it was the thing nobody wanted <laughs> <laughs> or the size or that last, nobody last wanted season it's not even normally last season because it was a fantastic shirt or pants from last you know they, they got bought yeah so this is <laughs> the wrong color the wrong i mean something's wrong with it but i'd go into ross and i didn't have no money so i was younger i'm trying to buy some clothes so i can get a date you know so i don't want to look like a bomb and so I'm out there and I have no money. So I'm like, I, I you know, what, what is that? Said guy that's selling, saying about the thrift shop stuff. So, but I'm not thrift shop shopping. <laughs> I'm Ross shopping. <laughs> you know what, you know what song I'm talking about? There's no, I don't. Macklemore. Macklemore. Oh, I don't. I'm thrift shop right. Uh, anyway. Sorry. Not like I was a huge Macklemore fan, by the way, because it <laughs> made me kind of bad. But you, your kids are older than mine. This so. is an old, a Macklemore uh, thrift shop or whatever. That's an old, uh, well, is it? Yeah, I, I'm out of touch. <laughs> White dude rapping. It's, gotcha. it's kind of goofy to claim that I even know. No, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, so I'm in uh, uh, um, I'm in Ross, and I leave there with clothing. I'm like, oh, I feel pretty good about what I bought, you know. And uh, you get it home, you put it on, you're like, this is all shit, <laughs> you know. It's all shitty clothes. This stuff, this one doesn't fit right. This one's the wrong color. I mean, there's something wrong with all of it. Yeah. You know, so when they're calling people and 98% of people are bad and they weren't lucky enough to get a good one on the phone and then they pick one, they just picked from a pile of shit, <laughs> you know, and it's not their fault. And so they call up and they're all burned up, you know, psychologically jacked up, spent money and it's been like five years. They still never gave back good to their web work. Yeah. But that's pretty much my average phone call. A lot of times they spam or they don't pay enough or something. Sometimes people pay enough. They don't get good work. Unfortunately, sometimes I pay too much. I don't get anything. Yeah, out. in my in, in our business, 
paying big money doesn't always equal great work. Right. Yeah. I mean, normally, if you pay more for a roof, you get a better roof. If you pay nothing to your marketing company, they're not doing anything. Yeah. If you pay them a whole bunch, they also might not be doing anything. Yeah, but if you don't pay, but if you don't pay five hundred dollars, you know, if you're paying five hundred dollars, seven, you haven't paid enough to get a skilled human labor. Right. And um, you know, oh, I'll pay you good money. It's like, what do you do for that much? Oh, but two hundred ninety nine dollars. It's like, what, what do you do to roof for two hundred ninety nine bucks? Well. Spit on it. We'll yeah. patch it. <laughs> we'll patch a hole this big. We'll, 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 we'll nail one single head damage with, with chalk. <laughs> Bring the drone out, maybe. No, they'll come out and put, you know, nail one shingle over that <laughs> hole and go home. <laughs> my DGI drone out and take a picture. <laughs> yeah, so, but anyway, so yeah, I mean, it's, sometimes people don't pay enough either. And yeah. Don't get any good work. But anyway, there you go. There's my, that's a little spin on words. The truth about digital marketing for roofers is that the when, when they sound like they're lying, because they have no skill sets and low integrity. Yeah. Because they business are. ethics. Because they are lying. They are lying. Yeah. They, they're lying, and then you can tell it in the tone of the voice. And if they're not lying yet, I'll leave with this. If they're not lying yet, if they're not, but because it's because they're ignorant, don't know that they're lying yet. Yeah. <laughs> but you can tell in the bullshit greenness of the tone. Yeah. That that kid may not be lying, but he don't know shit either. Yeah. <laughs> so you, he, he's he's some kid working out of the garage or just. Yeah, come out of college and doesn't really know. Very eager, very energetic, with no skills, no resources, and you can literally tell in the tone whether it's a digital marketing person or someone about to make your sandwich at Subway. We all know this tone. Yeah, this voice. <laughs> Texas, we call them punk asses. Yeah. Wow. Punk I mean, ass. some of them are trying to do well. They just don't know what they don't know yet. Yeah, but that's. That's dangerous, bro. Well, it is. That's bad. That's bullshit. And then when that person realizes they're doing poorly, they will literally sound like they're a wolf in sheep's clothing. Like they're they're like they'll literally you can hear it. See, back in the old days, we took those kids out of college and they got an unpaid internship and we broke their spirit first. <laughs> so that's what we, we still do that. Life does that. Well, we don't do any. We don't do any unpaid internships here. We don't, Not we don't here. do any free labor at our company. And the roofer is a roofer because he don't want his spirit broken. Yeah. Or nobody would hire his ass. In the first <laughs> <laughs> Good I'm, job, Nolan. Insulting. No, 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 I'm not insulting. <laughs> nobody would hire me, Jason. That's true. Nobody would hire I me. I certainly wouldn't. No, I, <laughs> th that is the crux of the entrepreneur. The guy's incorrigible. Yeah. Don't want to put up with any shit from somebody. Or doesn't have skills to be hired from somebody. Yeah. And so they start up. But the difference is with the roofer, he learns the skills of the trade and puts on a damn good roof. Yeah. The digital marketing agencies don't do this because the shit's too hard for them to learn and put it all together and have resources. It's harder to spot when they do a bad Yeah. Job. I'm glad I finished and talked about this because the roofer can start up and not know and be a greenhorn. Yeah. Normally they start up as a sales guy. Yeah. But then they learn how to manage and get better uh, subs manage the subs so he's not throwing two nails on the end of the you know for wind resistance and that he's doing everything properly that he's not screwing out of squares or shingles to get paid more they, they learn that shit and then if they have integrity they give the client options on the quality and then they put in a, a good install of the roof yeah someone can put a roof on that looks good but if it's not put on well a month later when it rains you know it's called a roof system yeah. You know, if you have a good roof system, a residential roof asphalt shingle system is a lot easier than some of the 
commercial jobs. But um, when somebody's greenhorn in digital marketing, they do not graduate up to skill set to put in good stuff. Most right. roofers do and aren't a straight dirtbag after being experienced. Right. But the digital marketing person will not. They'll put up a website they will that maybe not. looks good, but doesn't do anything. They will not progress yeah. and progress very little and steal people's money. And I don't know why, but that's the way it is. Yeah. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Call Take us it when you're ready.